Good morning and welcome to this our 11 o'clock worship experience. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. You know, he didn't have to do it, but the Lord blessed us to see this, the final Sunday in the month of April. And we remind you that today we will be observing the ordinance of the Lord's Supper. And if you did not have an opportunity to get your elements, then just get you a cracker or a small piece of bread and some juice. And at the end of this service, we will commemorate his death and suffering. Let us pray. Almighty God, O Lord, our Father, we give you praise and we give you thanks, Father, for all the goodness and mercy that you have blessed us with. We bless you for the love that created us, the love that sustains us from day to day. Father, we praise you for the gift of your Son, our Savior, through whom you have made known your will and your grace. Lord, we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for your church. Though we are scattered, we are still remembering that we are the church. Father, we thank you for the lives of all faithful and godly people. Help us, Father, to treasure in our hearts all that our Lord has done for us. And Lord, we ask that you will enable us to show our thankfulness by the lives that are given wholly to your service. Bless us now and bless everything we do in this worship experience. And we ask that you would do it in the precious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. 
The praise team is coming, Pat, and the orchestra is ready as well. Simple song says you're all I need. And we're going to give him glory this morning. Here we go. You're all. Every breath. Every breath, you're all, let your river flow, you're all, <laughs> you're all I need.
Good morning. Our scripture today comes from James, the third chapter. We'll be reading the first six verses. And it reads, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same as a perfect man, and able also to browse the whole body. Behold, we put bits in the horse's mouth, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce wind, yet are they turned about with a very small hymn whithersoever the governor's listens. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts its great things. Behold how great a smaller, a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defies the whole body, and sets on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. Let us pray. Almighty God, the ruler of all things and the creator of all things, we come this morning to just bless your holy name and to give you thanks and give you praise for all that you have done for us, realizing that it's not because that we have been so good but it's just because of your grace and your mercy that you care for your creation and that you protect us. Father, we pray a special blessing upon our pastor. We just thank him for keeping our congregation together through these trying times. We thank him for letting us know that even though we're not in these four walls, that they have still work outside these walls to do. And we give them honor and we praise his holy name for those blessings. Father, we pray a special blessing of our youth, our young men and our young ladies. We realize that there's bad things that are happening in our world today on our streets. And we just pray for your protection of them. Help them to realize that you are God and besides you are no other. That you will protect them, but they have to do their part. Father, just keep us in your care. Keep us and protect us from all hurt, harm, and dangers. Some that are seen and some that are not seen. Go what's this day. Guide us. Keep us. I pray. Amen. Amen. It's time now for us to bless the Lord through our giving. Giving is a form of worship. And there are three ways that you can give. You can give by way of the K Chapel app. You can give by way of the telephone number that you see on your screen at this time. And then you can still come to the church office. We have envelopes on the door where you can still give by way of bringing it here to the church 
and putting it through the slot. The praise team is coming. him right here just tell him I love you Jesus I love you Jesus I worship and adore you this morning I worship and adore just want to tell you just want to tell you Lord I love you Lord I love you more Say it again. I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you this morning. I worship and adore you. Just want to tell you. Just want to tell you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I I worship and adore you. I worship and 
morning. We came to give you our best praise, our best glory. Because you're worthy, you're worthy of all the glory. And we want to give you our best, best praise. Yes, Lord. Yes, I love you, Jesus. I worship and adore you. For you have done great things, and we just love you for it. We thank you for those that had a desire to give in this offering. To give back a portion of that which you have blessed them with. We thank you for those that had to give and those that have not. Keep us in your care. Father, we pray for the pastor that's Brother Stanley, that's going to preach this morning. Give him a word that will help us to go out through this week and do great things for you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Good morning. Today is the last day of the National Volunteer Recognition Month. And it's very important that we thank all volunteers, whether you received an award or freely gave your time, talent, or voice to make a difference in the lives of others. We celebrate the power of volunteers. We also recognize their contribution to church ministries, outreach services, their impact on building of stronger communities. Today, we present the Armor of God Award. This award is given to those individuals or groups dispatched to provide care and assistance to those in need. The first responders provide immediate assistance in an urgent situation. Others provide protection and preservation of life and property. The mission of the ministry recognized today is to enlist and coordinate the manpower of local congregations for effective performance of essential Christian activities, to cultivate the Christian life of laymen through study, worship, fellowship, and service to enlist unchurched men for fellowship in and service through the church and, their uns and to bring unsaved men into vital relationships with God in church through personal 
commitment to him. To inspire men to support the total program of the church in the local congregation, the community, the denomination, and the world. This ministry is always willing and ready to do and go where they can best serve. Some of their contributions. They deliver food boxes monthly to four different senior citizen complexes in Jackson. They provide funds for a meal monthly at the Billy Brumfield House. Assist in landscape work and cabin repair at Camp Pioneer. They help to distribute water and food at New Horizon in conjunction with the REACH Foundation. Make minor repairs at senior citizens' homes in the community and around the church and the church properties. They also participated in food and water distribution here at the church. Our Reverend Stanley, if you will come and join me as we present the Armor of God Award to the Layman Ministry. President James Davis will be accepting. Thank you for your service. Just before special music, we want to remind you that we have many members of our congregation who are going through bereavement at this time. We want you to continue to pray yes for one another, but then we need you to give extra prayer to the Washington and Aldrich family. Give extra consideration and prayer for our pastor emeritus and family. The Herman Price family. And then pray for the Magruder and Redmond family. For Brother Eric Blunson and family. Pray for Sister Frankie Johnson and family. And then we remind you that we want to continue to lift Brother Walter Grip Griffin up in prayer as well. I understand that he's home now from the hospital. Amen.
Let's take that up again. Say you alone. I'm still 
Yes, he is worthy. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, he is worthy. And yes, we will bless his holy name. The God who was, the God who is God, and the God who shall always be God. The one living God. We will praise and we will bless his holy name. We do give honor to God the Father. We give all praise to Jesus the Son. And we give honor to the Holy Spirit as well. For we know that we are not here because we've been so good. But we are here because the Lord God has been good to us. And he has blessed us in spite of ourselves. None of us have been that good. The Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory. But because of his grace and his mercy, we are here to see another day. We thank God for our pastor in his absence, Reverend Reginald Buckley. We thank God for our pastor emeritus, Reverend H.L. Buckley. And then I thank God for you, my father's children, wherever you may be. As we get ready to break the bread of life, I ask that you will pray with me. Father God, I ask now that you will hide me behind the cross. Lord God, speak through me. Let them hear you and feel your spirit. I ask that you will let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. O oh Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Amen. Our scripture lesson this morning comes from the book of James. And we will be looking at verses 1 through 6. James 3, 1 through 6. Dear brothers and sisters, not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged by God with great strictness. We all make mistakes, but those who control their tongue can also control themselves in every way. We can make a large horse turn all the way around and go wherever we want by means of a small bit in his mouth. And a tiny rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot wants it to go, even through the winds and even though the winds are strong. So also the tongue is a small thing, but what enormous damage it can do. A tiny spark that can set a great forest fire. And the tongue is a flame of fire. It is full of wickedness that can ruin your whole life. It can turn the entire course of your life into a blazing flame of destruction. For it is set on fire by hell itself. Today we'll be using as a subject 
some things that our mass cannot prevent. Some things that our mass cannot prevent. For the last 14 months, the Center for Disease Control as well as our local and state health officials have encouraged us to wear our masks. Yes, vaccines are becoming more available, but masks are still the key to preventing the spread of COVID-19 as well as the new variants. As a matter of fact, some members of the CDC conducted a test and said they believe that the cloth or the linen may be the best. They went on to say that silicone and fitted filters inside of the mask can provide extra protection. But regardless to your preference, none can or will control the words that flow from our mouths. You see, words are incredibly powerful. And sometimes, some people seem to forget that even though they have a mask on their face, that their words still can either hurt or help. They can build up, they can encourage, they can motivate. Words can also tear down. They can hurt and they can cause horrible scars. You remember the old saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words could never hurt me? Don't you believe that? It isn't true. Some of us are living with scars today from words that people may have said to us years ago, especially if it was a close relative or a friend. You see, the Bible reminds us that life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. Proverbs 10.21 tells us that it is like the old saying, those who live by the sword will die by the sword. You see, mass or no mass, your words can talk you into a situation that could cause you to get in a lot of trouble. As a matter of fact, words that flow through that mass could cause you or even somebody else to be killed. There are some words, though, that need to be said. Two of the most powerful words that can be used are thank you. And that applies to both the private as well as the public sector. Whenever someone does something for us, it's always fitting and proper to just say thank you. And it's a shame that some people refuse to use those words. I'm sure you, just like myself, have been at restaurants 
And you may see people walking the poor waitress or the waiter all night long, asking them to bring this and bring that to the table. And they won't even say, thank you. And then when they get up to leave, you won't even leave a tip. But Jesus spoke plainly about our use of words. He tells us that for every careless word, there will be an accounting in the day of judgment. And we expect Jesus to condemn profane and vile use of the tongue. But idle words, we say some words carelessly without the concern for their impact on other people. And why would God care about those words? We assume that the sins of our tongue are minor sins and sins that God will overlook. But Jesus was fully aware of the devastating nature of our words. The Bible does have something to say about how we should use our words. The Bible tells us to refrain from attack words. Words can be used as a weapon to lash into people. Sometimes there are certain people goals seem like it's just to hurt people by what they say. And the first thing that some people do in the morning is brush their teeth and then sharpen their tongue. And you see words can cut like a knife and we can stick them like a dagger into someone and then twist them just to seemingly get, get pleasure from the hurt that they bring. And then the Bible says refrain from gossip. We need to be careful about the news that we share concerning others. Someone said that there's only one thing as difficult as, as unscrambling an egg. And that's trying to unspread a rumor. You see, gossip is destructive and it is substal. Someone begins a conversation saying, did you hear? Or you know what I heard? And before you know it, you're caught up in the middle of some gossip. And don't believe that everything that you hear someone say is true. And a gossip a gossiper usually makes a mountain out of a molehill and he or she does that by adding dirt to it. Be careful about listening to a gossip. Listening to a gossiper may cause you to be the one talked about when you get out of their presence. And then the word of God says, Use clean words. Some words are just not proper to speak. You know, when we were children, our parents used to tell us, boy, girl, if you can't talk right or if you say the wrong thing, I'm going to wash your mouth out with soap. And you know, some words are just not supposed to be used, especially for Christians. Jesus said, but let your word, yea, mean yea, and your nay mean nay. Anything more than this is from the evil one. People need to believe what you say. 
And you see, lying destroys our credibility. And chances are that we will eventually be caught up if we continue to be to being a liar. You know what? The words, it tells us that we should use edifying words. Edifying words. The, the Bible challenges us to use our words to help people and to build people up, not to tear them down. A popular Zig Ziglar saying was, he who climbs the highest is one who helps others up. And our words can have an incredibly possible, positive effect upon those whom we come to contact with. An encouraging word can give an individual the strength to go on when they otherwise may be heavily depressed. The word says transform the tongue. No, you can't do it, but God can. Transforming the tongue begins with a change in the heart. Jesus said, but what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and this defiles a man. The heart influences the tongue, and when it is full of anger, selfishness, envy, pride, and all other kind of ugly stuff, that can invade our hearts, we are affected in everything that we do. The word goes on and it says, a man or a woman should think. Think, we need to think before we speak. The word says, my dearly loved brothers, understand this, that everyone must be quick to hear but slow to speak and slow to anger for man's anger does not accomplish God's righteousness. And there is a reason God gave us two ears, but one mouth. Here's an acrostic to help you evaluate whether you are about to say something that you perhaps should not say. Ask yourself this question. Did I think? T-H-I-N-K. T, is it true? Is what I'm about to say true? And then the H, is it helpful? I, is it inspiring or is it insulting? N, is it necessary for me to say it? And then K, is it kind? If what you are about to say does not pass the simple test, then you may very well not need to say it. Tap into God's help. And this help is available to all of us who can tame the human tongue. Jesus can. Jesus is in the business of transforming lives. The Apostle Paul reminds us that therefore, if anyone is in Christ, there is a new creation. Old things have passed away. New things have come. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 tells us that 
Jesus can give us the desire and the motivation to change. Most of all, he can give us the ability to make the change. Paul went on to comment by saying, I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Countless lives have been transformed through Christ. And Jesus specializes in being a change agent. Let Jesus do his work. Let Jesus do his work in you. I'm sure somebody is saying, well, preacher, you told us what the mask cannot do. Is there anything that we can wear or put on that will help us to do some of these things that you're saying we should not do or things that should not flow through the mass? Well, yes, there is something. The Apostle Paul in his letter to the church at Ephesus, he said, put on the whole armor of God so you can be strong with the Lord's mighty power. That way you can stand firm against all strategies and tricks of the devil. He went on to say, stand your ground, putting on the sturdy belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. And then put on your shoes. Put on the peace that comes from good news so that you will be fully prepared and in every battle, you will need some faith as your shield to stop the fiery arrows that are aimed at you by the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Pray at all times and on every occasion and do it in the power of the Holy Spirit. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all Christians everywhere need prayer. This will not only make you talk right, but brothers and sisters, this will make you live right. Through that mass, you won't be ashamed to tell the world what the Lord has done for you. You won't be afraid or ashamed to give your testimony. A mass won't stop you from praising the Lord. You won't be ashamed to say that the Lord has done so much for me and I just can't tell it all. You know, morning by morning, new blessings I see. And I have had some yesterday blessings. I've had some last week blessings. But the great and marvelous thing about our God is that every day he gives us new blessings. And you look back and through that mass you'll be able to say, I was sick and he brought me through. I was in a bad accident and the Lord brought me through. I had a loved one that was close to me and we thought they weren't going to make it. But the Lord blessed them and brought them through. Know that your mass never can 
and never will stop your praise when you're on the Lord's side. And you'll be able to go into the words of a song where the lyrics said, if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or a song, if I can show somebody that he's traveling wrong, then my living shall not be in vain. If I can do my duty as a Christian ought, if I can bring back beauty to a world of rout, if I can spread love's message as the master taught, then my living, then our living, then your living shall not be in vain. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord allow his face to shine upon you and give you his peace. Right now, we're going to make ready to open the doors of the church. And if there's been something said in a scripture, a prayer, or in the, in the spoken word, maybe even in a song, you would like to join this fellowship. You can pray this prayer with me. Just say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that God raised you from the dead. And right now I ask you to come into my heart as I am accepting you as my Lord and my Savior. There's a number on the screen. And you can call that number if this is your first time to pray that prayer and you want to join this fellowship. And they will gladly allow you to do so. Then my living shall not be in vain then my living shall not be in vain if I can help some Body as I pass along, then my living shall not be in vain my living shall not be in vain then my living 
shall not be in vain if I can help somebody as I pass along then my living shall not be in vain. Amen. On the last night that Jesus sat with his disciples, On the same night that he was betrayed, he told them, I would not be with you, for there is something that will cause me to give my life for you. After he had prayed, the Lord took bread and he broke the bread and he said this bread represents my broken body my body that I give for you and as often as you do this in remembrance of me you do show forth my death and my suffering until I return let us eat the bread together. Likewise, in the same manner, he took the cup and he said, this cup represent my shedded blood that I shed in the New Testament for the remission of sin. And as often as you drink this wine, it does show forth the shedded blood that I shed for you until I shall return. Let us drink together. And after they had supped, they sang the hymn, and went up into the Mount of Olives.
now may the grace of God and the sweet communion of this Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace.